Hey everyone, welcome to episode 160 of 15 with Andy, Randy, and Jeff. This week brings us into full-on summer here at the podcast and our absolute favorite time of year because as much fun as we have week in and week out with the three of us, it is always fun and enlightening to meet new people close up, to learn what's on their heart for Jesus and how we can share together as a community of believers and better equip each other to engage our community and its needs. Today we begin six weeks of our annual members-only message series that features FHC members, which this year is entitled God Is. Our guest today is Tomas Diaz, who has graciously made time in his calendar before jumping on a plane later this afternoon. <laughs> Welcome, Tomas. Thank you for being here. No problem. Thank you, man. I appreciate it. I'm delighted. All right. Last week, we wrapped up our All for One, One for All series based in Galatians, and we were reminded that none of us are natural-born children of God. Truth is, we are all orphans adopted into God's family. We are all his children by faith in what he has done. There is neither Jew nor Greek, slave nor free, male or female, for you are all one in Christ. You can always find all that hospitalchurch.org, church mobile app, Twitter, Facebook. Come on, guys. You know where to find it. All right. This week, we're into God is creative. Now, straight out of the gate, I have to say, Tomas, that you played your opening in your message to absolute perfection. All right. <laughs> You're talking about God's creativity through creation and then cue the slideshow filled with cute and cuddly sea otters holding <laughs> paws and penguins proposing to their life mates and furry creatures, all this kind of stuff. And then you close with gusto and the ever elusive unicorn. That's right. Well played, sir. Thank you. Appreciate that. <laughs> well Thank played. You. Thank you. Everyone in the congregation was, ooh, oh. <laughs> and so right there, it was quiet. There was no more noise. Everyone was cued into locked what he, in. Yeah, he locked, locked him in. in. Yeah. That was so, so awesome. Creation may seem like an obvious choice when we talk about God is and when speaking about creativity. But for many in today's, you know, we have this crazy pace that we all live by. You're, you know, you're running here. I mean, you're today isn't a perfect example. You're here, you're there, you're, yeah. you're taking off on a plane. You got all this stuff that's got to get done. The outdoor world kind of seems like something that maybe is more of an unknown than we might expect from the average person. We mm -hmm. spend a lot of time indoors, especially here in Orlando. Absolutely. Especially in summer when it's hot. <laughs> uh, what do we miss about God when we don't spend time in and in contact with his creative nature? What do you, how do you see that? You know, I, I really believe I've experienced this in many times throughout my life, but I think when you're in nature, there's just something peaceful. There, there's a certain sense of peace. There's a sense of, as a, a certain sense of serenity. And when you feel sometimes something as simple as the wind blowing through your face, mm -hmm. or you hear the birds chirping, or you see the fish swimming, all of those things, I think over time, maybe not initially, but over time, yet again, again, as you kind of train your your brain to leave this compressed world that we live in and and really you know forget about the anxieties of the day or of the week and, and you're out there and you it helps you relax and then you can i think become a little bit more in tune with the god who we serve right i think it's there that you can start experiencing how you know how nature works and and god's love and and how he is and who he is and i think we miss that when we don't spend time out in nature enough i'm thinking of two people Right now in my head, I can picture them, not going to say names because they <laughs> might be listening, but who absolutely abhor 
anything to do with nature. Really? Don't, don't want to be outside. I mean, from the usual, you know, there's bugs sure. or, you know, here in Florida, there's snakes, yeah. it's hot, sweat runs in places you don't like, all, all, all these kinds of things. Where were you pointing, by the way, just now? Yeah, no, that, that, was, that, was the, the, okay. that was the broad okay, area. Okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. Um, and Romans one twenty talks about the world from its creation and that it's a testament to his eternal power and his divine nature and that we have no excuse for not knowing God because it's all right there for us. Right. And what you just talked about, being out in nature mm-hmm. and experiencing even just something as simple as the wind yep, and thinking about that. So for someone who just doesn't want to be outside, there's other ways, though, to be in nature without just like, hey, we're going to backpack with yeah. a, a 50 pounds on our back. We're bringing water because we may not see civilization for 10 hours or yeah. you know whatever. But there are other ways to do this, right? Absolutely. What are the, some of the things you guys like as a family or individually yep. that you like to do that maybe we could – encourage people like, Hey, it's not that bad yeah, to no. be outside and enjoy nature. Don't think of it as all outside, not just like the things you don't like. Yeah. You know, I would, I would say there's lots of different things that, that can be done. I mean, just like for people that just, let's just say abhor going out, outside, that's a thing, right? <laughs> it is. But, uh, but, uh, <laughs> you know, one of our favorite things to do sometimes even after church is turn on Netflix and, you know, the planet series, right? You know, yeah. the one world, you know, the one planet and actually, that's where I got the inspiration about the example of the fish uh, swimming in the bottom of the ocean yeah. and getting the clam. I mean, we saw that because I've heard about monkeys using tools to get food from like yeah. ants and things like that. But I had never heard of any other animal doing it until I was watching one of these shows. And I saw that how the fish would actually go and throw these rocks with accuracy. And it was actually one of these shows. I wasn't diving myself or I wasn't doing these <laughs> things, but I got I got that inspiration, you know, mm-hmm. from watching one of these shows. So I would say there's all kinds of amazing documentaries, especially nowadays with the technology that exists and the HD cameras and all that, yeah. you know, just, you will be amazed at the, the different type of qualities. So I would encourage people to Netflix has a, a definitely tons or animal planet and those type of things. And otherwise, you know, I would just encourage like if people don't like going outside, you know, cause of bugs or things like that, maybe you can do things like early in the morning where it's not that hot. <laughs> right. Or maybe in the evening, like I think about, we went to the beach yesterday. Right. Oh yeah. And it was, it was perfect. Cause you know, I don't like the sun, but you know, you could find some shade and just here sitting there listening to the waves and, and, you know, feeling the wind, you know, and John, God talks about consider the wind. It comes and goes as it pleases. Right. Yeah. And isn't that evidence of what, you know, that there is a, just such like as with the spirit, right. That's how the spirit, it comes and goes. You don't know it's there and it's invisible, but you can, you know, you can feel it. Right. So I would say there's yeah. definitely things that you can work around like that. Hmm. See, I like that because I mean, I grew up with being outdoors all the time. Yeah. It is kind of the way it was. And I know that things have changed from, you know, multiple decades ago, we won't have to go how far back that goes. But <laughs> yeah, you know, for me, even if it's not something that like, I hate bugs because mosquitoes love me, you know? So <laughs> okay. I, I, you know, I kind of get that part, but I'm yeah. like, you know, put yourself behind a piece of little plexiglass on a motorcycle and, you know, get some wind in your hair, get yeah. outside, enjoy the smells and the sights. But I know that some people just will see this all as just dirt and trees and sky. But when we talk about creation and even like the last three weeks in Galatians, Mm -hmm. where we talked about being created equal, being created as one in, you brought in, I love because of where we just came from and God's creation and his creativity is also just working in people's lives. Like it's not just dirt and, and the outdoors, but you pick some great stories from the Bible, such as Abraham and Sarah conceiving at nearly a hundred years old, Daniel, the lion's den, David and Goliath, Jesus birth, death and resurrection is life. 
And then Nehemiah and the rebuilding of the walls of Jerusalem. And yeah. These are all stories that as a Christian, we've all heard many, many times. Absolutely. But I love how you brought that refocus in through this creation, through right. like in his creativity of working these things out. These are amazing stories where the narrative is clearly that the only answer to the success is achieved is just simply God. Absolutely. Right. hundred percent. So do you think that as Christians today, we really believe, I mean, really believe we we've tied it together somehow that God works in you and me and us just as he did as those stories from Bible times. Do you feel like you've seen that in your own life where God has worked as in those stories of the past. Yeah, you know, I think it's 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 interesting because a lot of people say, well, that's that was the Old Testament, or that was a New Testament. You know, that was you know <laughs> we don't have you know different things like that you know yeah. nowadays. Yeah. But there was something that I said in my sermon that was, that was actually pointed out kind of late as I was preparing for this, and and when I was um, talking to Tammy about this, Tammy Shinkamana, she's the one that brought it up. She said, you know, consider this that you know for most of those people in those stories. They had no clue what was going on in their lives. They had really <laughs> right. didn't. They were they were living their day, their lives, daily lives, just as I, you and I do. Yeah. You know, waking up not knowing what the next day would bring. Right, waking up and you know not knowing if we were able to going to finish a wall or not. <laughs> right. No, not knowing when your son was going to be delivered and pro- even though he was promised, right? You know, yeah. as uh, Abraham and Sarah. So. It's not like those people thought, oh, you know, I'm in the Old Testament times and I'm, you know, I'm, you know, things, God's going to show up in a miraculous way. I don't think that that's how it was. It's very easy for us to read those stories and say, oh, yeah, it was, you know, of course that's God, right? You know, it's in the Bible and of course that had to be God, but they did not know that. And it, you know, there's a very clear distinction to that. So I believe a hundred percent with a hundred percent certainty that it can only be God really acting out. And so, you know, obviously I only shared two stories um, for the, the time that we had in that sermon, but I can just name countless of stories where I can just see, you know, it had to only be God. I mean, like the fact that, you know, today I'm a CEO of a company after Whirlpool Corporation and, you know, just the different influence, you know, I've, I've my father, he's a preacher, even though he was a nightclub owner and just different things like that. So that same God that worked in those amazing creative ways back in those Old Testament times, I believe is the same God that worked throughout my life and the same God that's working throughout other people's lives in today's day and age as well. I think it's hard though. Like you said, they weren't expecting that any more than we are just thinking uh, their lives were the same as ours in the fact that you wake up every morning, you do what you do for a vocation and to live and to supply for your family and things of that nature. And you don't see the end game. Absolutely. And just like you mentioned, you know, the couple of stories and the one that I always liked the best is when Facebook became a thing. Yeah. And, um, you know, I don't my, my, I guess my space was a thing for a while, but <laughs> right. when Facebook became a thing. A lot of the people that I went to high school or that I knew early on in my life when God was not really a part of my life in, in, in any way. And the most, um, <laughs> the response I would get from friend requests a lot were like, Oh my gosh, you're still alive. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. They're like, Surprise, dude. Right? They're yeah. like, dude, this is crazy. I thought if there was, if there was anyone that would be <laughs> like gone and, and just not here, it had to be you. And then when they find out that like, Oh, you, you're, you're a Christian. Mm-hmm. It, it was what? Yeah. And then like, Oh, you're still a seventh day Adventist. How in the world does that work? Yeah, you know, like if there yeah. was anyone I would have ever bet that would be so far, you know, and even yeah. alive. And I think that those are the the things that when you are living those stories, you just don't see. But as you shared your testimony, I remember thinking that we all share these common threads in our journeys of life and Christianity. And this is such a comfort to know that others share our struggles and can empathize and provide guidance and comfort. But we're typically so apprehensive when it comes to sharing our present. 
This is the moment we're all living and struggling through, and yet it seems the hardest for us to share and find the strength and encouragement we're looking for, even from the body of Christ. Mm. I mean, as you look at that and you think about the stories that you shared, are you as apprehensive about sharing your current struggles as you were? I mean, getting, for a lot of people, getting up in front yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and sharing any stories like, hoo-hoo, yeah. not doing that, mortified. Right. But yet, like, hey, the, this morning I had an argument with my wife. I said some horrible things mm-hmm. and I need someone to talk to. Do you find that you see, you see yourself or maybe your group of friends that struggle with that even more than just sharing the past? You know, I think that there's something to be said about the social media age that we live in right now. Yeah. That everybody, I mean, obviously it's hard for me to compare against other generations, but, you know, right now we see, we have exposures to every people's lives and everybody taking pictures at the beach and, (laughs) you know, and everybody just almost portraying their perfect life, right? That I think to a certain extent, we are embarrassed. We don't want to share our our dirty laundry. We don't want to be sometimes our authentic selves, I, I, I imagine. But, you know, in the Bible, God encourages or Jesus encourages to, you know, share our sins with one another, to really share. And one of the things that I've learned early for me was that a lot of the times the way that God has creatively been working in my life is a testimony to others. Hmm. And I think that that was actually very evident. Um, I wasn't nervous about sharing some of my stories um, when I did on Saturday. But what was amazing, and I think that what's amazing of why this church even does these create uh, this these summer series, is to share from people from the congregation to hear their testimonies. Because after I was done with the sermon, I was amazed at how many people came up to me and said, "Wow, I can relate to what you were talking about." Yeah. I was a nightclub promoter as well, or my story is just like your story, right? Or I've had the same struggle. Thank you, brother, for sharing that. And I think that there's something pretty special about when people hear your own testimony and seeing that they're not alone, because I think that that's sometimes people think, is is this just me? Am I broken? Right. You know, what's wrong with me? I think people say that because this has happened to me in the past. When I hear some people describe themselves, I'm like, Oh, they do that too. They feel the same way too. <laughs> yeah, right. right? They've yeah. come. They've have as bad of a past, or if not worse, you know, than me. So I think that there is something um, very positive. I mean, I it's obviously not like we have to go around, you know, sharing with everybody. But even having, you know, people that you can be, you know, you can have confidants and you can have brothers and sisters, yeah. you know, in Christ. I think it's hugely important. Well, I think many of us can relate to being lost in a strange place after a night out. Yeah. I mean, you know, many of us can't, and that just made me chuckle because there's a couple of stories that came into my head. Sure. But that immediately, like you said, though, puts us on almost like an even playing field. Yeah. All of a sudden it's like, well, that person's, you know, we, we judge ourselves and we compare ourselves and this person's better looking than me. They drive a better car than me, mm-hmm. this and that. But then it's like, oh, wait a minute. These same struggles, these same things that this person is dealing with. And I, I always caution, like, let's not just barf out all of our sins and right. just and just dump on people. Yep. But at the same time, I mean, I would be way more comfortable now after sitting here with you. Absolutely. After hearing the message to say, you know, if something I felt like resonated or if I was praying and saying, God, I could really use a guy to talk to about this, yeah. that, and the other, it would be already like 50% more likely for me to go, hey, Tomas, you know, I heard you speak and we did the podcast together. You got a couple minutes, yeah, right? Because we're now now we're more of a safe place, and yeah. so I, I do. I agree with you. I love the fact that we do this summer series, and I love it because I get to hang out with you guys here <laughs> on the podcast, and I get to know new people, and that's yep. like my favorite thing. So, I love that you used Ephesians two ten in your message, which says, "For we are God's handiwork, created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do." 
that God created us, his handiwork, with the intention and purpose of doing, whoo, man, that's just doing those good works. So after we question, why am I here? What does God want from me? How can someone like me really make a difference with all my baggage and all the rest of it? Who's going to listen to me? The kind of the Moses thing. And this verse in the context of your message was really powerful because his intention and purpose was for me to do good works. Mm-hmm. Let's not overcomplicate things further than that and just let God move as we do these good works. I just, when you put that together, that just sent off a light in my head, just never thinking of those things collectively mm-hmm. that way. So that was just, that was amazing. What's the one thing that stuck with you most about this idea? After studying and preparing, I spoke multiple times and I'm always amazed at how much time you think it's going to take versus how much time it does take. Absolutely. How many different rabbit holes you explore before you you decide and you pray and you, at the end, when people come up to you, like you said, Mm. man, I resonated with your message. And you're like, wow, God, you did a lot of work through this because this totally, this totally wasn't me. What's the one thing you hope that people will just take to heart from this? Um, I I think for me, you know, when I was writing, what, what would I want people to take away from this, regardless of whatever it is? Yeah. I think it was that, that God, I want people to realize that God throughout their life has been there and has been really creatively at work in their lives. Yeah. One way or another that they can recognize that they can look back and, and see that God was there. You know, I, I don't know how many people remember this, but there's this, the famous, um, like a poem, the footprints poem. I don't know if you see, you know, remember that, yeah, but, that's, you know, but, but it's old school. Yeah, yeah. It's really old school, but you know, a, a man walks on the beach and, you know, and sees footprints and, you know, he's in heaven. And at some point it's talking to God and saying, God, you know, why did you abandon me? You know, during that point in my life, I only see single footprints and God says, no, I didn't abandon you. I was actually carrying mm, you yeah. <laughs> throughout that. So I think yeah. about that piece. Mm. And, and, and so I think about, you know, the one thing I wanted to take was, Hey, God is very creative at work. Just how he did. He was creative in nature. He is creative in our lives and not in creative in that he's pushing us to do certain things or like, you know, or like, you know, but basically meeting us where we're at and whatever points, whatever decisions we've taken, he's there and he'll take those and use those time, the circumstances to lead us where he wants to be and to really advance his kingdom. That's amazing. I like that. Man, we have busted out all kinds of good stuff here today. (laughs) Uh, One of our FHE takeaways asked, what Bible story most highlights God's creativity for you? And I had to think on this one for a bit, but for me, it really came down to the story of Noah. You know, we go from creation story and it was good to wiping everyone out, Mm. the entire, every living creation, the the lessons of patience in nearly a year in the ark while everything is being repaired and readied for, we're sending you back out into the world. And all of that, you know, following and understanding, like we talked about before, that there you just day-to-day life, you didn't know what the outcome was going to be. And that the salvation for just believing in that creator, that he's trustworthy and benevolent, he runs the entire gamut of creation and recreation of, for us and for this world. And I just thought that was uh, a pretty cool idea of creativity. So what story brings God's creativity for you? What is that story? Share a piece of that with us. Leave a voicemail or send a text 407-965-1607 or as always podcast at hospitalchurch.org. Final thoughts are from the message this past week. Tomas said, God is the king of the universe and the most amazing creator imaginable. To think about his attributes, who he is, what he can do, and what he promises he will do. 
The more and more we think about our God and his attributes, the more and more we will fall in love with him. Thinking about being created and for a purpose by someone with the attributes of God is something we can spend a lifetime contemplating and appreciating. So once again, thank you so much for your message. I really enjoyed it. And I I saw those people coming up afterwards and resonating with your story and and telling other stories. And it's it's just a a good feeling when you know that the Holy Spirit has worked through you and and, uh, God's kingdom is impacted. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you. It was a pleasure to be here. Thank you for having me. All right. Upcoming this week is, I think Tammy just sent this to me, but I don't have it in front of me. It's anyway, it's part two and it's going to be another member. And it's I think God's it's, Graciousness by Ryan Long. Oh man. See, now that's a guest. He comes in and he knows more than you do right off the get. <laughs> I like that. So that's going to do it for this week. Thanks again, Tomas. Really appreciate you prioritizing us in your schedule and to Tom for taking off his lunch break and eating on the fly and getting everything going and working through all the details. Uh, really appreciate that. So do join us again next Wednesday for episode 161. Thanks for listening and have a great week.